<laughs> what up, 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 what up. Welcome to another episode of Donuts, Coffee, and Tech. I am your hostess with the mostest. I am the Danielle J, also known as the Donut Socialite Lady, also known as the light-skinned chick who's been taking a lot of videos of the things she's been doing lately, also known as the Jean Short Queen. <laughs> that's one I just gave myself, so let me not make it seem like that's what people know me as. Also known as the lady who makes the content to help you get off your ass. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for checking out all of the episodes in this season of Donuts, Coffee, and Tech. I'm super duper hype for this episode because it's about some shit that really matters to me and to all of us. So I thought to make this episode really good, really quality for all of the people them who watch my videos on youtube or listen to the podcast however you're listening to this podcast thank you so much to everybody who has recently subscribed and those who have followed the the podcast and you know just came along on this journey recently and shout out to everybody who's been really checking me out since day one i see you thank you so much for the love and support i'm super stoked that you're here and i'm i'm ready i'm ready baby i'm, I'm ready we doing it all right, so let's go ahead and get the first matter of business out the way. Today's donut of the day. I'm going to go ahead and say that it's a cronut because cronuts are delicious. Mwah, delicioso. And this episode is dedicated to my best friend, Portia. I love you, girl. This, this episode's for you. All right, now that we got that line of business out the way, let's get on to the meat of this episode. And that is sustainability. I thought it would be so good to talk about sustainability because I think there's some type of mystical idea when it comes to sustainability that is just not quite as it seems. So I live in Los Angeles, okay? Los Angeles is home of quote-unquote sustainability. So you see a lot of people really like, advocating for sustainability and like fake being sustainable but they make it look like you have to do all these things to be sustainable or live a sustainable life and it's just not true to the full extent right like you can start off small you can start being more mindful about certain things and then it can really grow into like a fully sustainable lifestyle it doesn't have to be you shopping at whole foods or sprouts or no dumb shit like that like it just doesn't have to look that way 110 percent, right and you have to start where you're at because if you try to jump full-fledged ahead and say you know what i'm a sustainable person we about to just go ahead and get rid of all the stuff it's going to cost you more money in the um in the forefront because it does cost money for you to switch over um, a lot of people don't take that into consideration and also you will have to change a lot of the things that you do that you didn't even realize was not sustainable living now the importance of sustainable living i will say is we have to do better as human beings to protect the earth because this is where we stay it's just like your house right like behind me you can see my room that i do my podcast out of it looks like shit because it looks like shit it's going to perform less well for all the things that i want to do in it right so like for example if i wanted to get up right now i'd have to move something out the way so that i can go to the restroom or something right what an inconvenience but also how dangerous right because let's say i forget that there's something behind me and i trip and i fall bust my head open to the white meat it's just an issue right so on the simplest scale 
taking care of your home, we can really understand how dangerous it is to not take care of the place that we reside, especially when we're using the place that we reside for its natural resources, right? The shelter of my home is just a natural thing that happens because of the nature of what it is. It's a house, it's an apartment, whatever, right? But if I take advantage of it and I hoard and I put a bunch of shit in here, I'm taking advantage of it in a way that's making it more dangerous, right? Like, I mean, I can give you a, a million examples as to why it's important to take care of the place that you stay. And not for nothing, I was raised with this idea that you have to leave things, places, people better than what you found them. So that's why I've made it a mission of mine to live more sustainably. I will not lie to you on this podcast episode. It is hard as shit to get into it immediately, number one. Number two, I'm not 110% sustainable. I know that, I know that, I know that. I, I have some wasteful habits that I'm trying to adjust and course correct so that I can get better at being more sustainable. But, you know, it, it does take time and it does take discipline, consistency, and we know <laughs> I struggle with consistency. That's just, it. it is what it is. I'm not mad at myself for that. I just adjust and I try to make um, proper arrangements so that I can win, right? So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the the good stuff, right? Like I want to talk to y'all about how to be more sustainable and start where you're at. That way it's not all of this stuff like, you know, it's just not that big of a leap, right? And I want to take the, you know, kind of like the mystery out of being sustainable because yeah, I think about Portia because she's so funny. She literally was telling me that, you know, she started getting cuter things for her home because of all the cute things she saw around my home. And she didn't put two and two together that the cute things that exist in my home are really um, solving the problem of not being sustainable. Like, I have a lot of glass in my house, right? And the glass really has replaced the plastic. And I've tried my best to replace plastic and the things that seem a little bit uh, a little bit less obvious, right? So like with my laundry detergent, those stupid plastic containers cannot be recycled. And I normally get the big ones just because I like to plan ahead, you know, like I like having a lot of um, detergent because I do massive loads of laundry. And I'm talking about like all the towels, all the blankets, all the like rugs, everything. I'm I'm washing. I'm a washing queen. I will say that. So I try to keep you know this uh, abundance of laundry detergent, but I don't want it to be in the stupid plastic container. So I put that in a glass container so that I can take from that, and then when I go to the laundromat, I put it in mason jars. That way I could be traveling with that right instead of this plastic thing. And what I do with the original plastic is I try to cut it up as small as I can so that it can do something as opposed to just being this fat ass piece of plastic that ends up in the ocean, right? So that's like one of the many examples of things that I kind of switched out. But it's funny because Portia literally was just like, yo, you have the cutest things in your house and now I'm going to get some cute stuff in my house too. And then when I told her what it was about, she was just like, damn, I'd never even thought to make that comparison of like, yo, you're doing this not because it's just cute, but because you're trying to save the planet and shit. Yes, I definitely consider myself um, very much so connected to the planet. So 
kind of want to, you know, make it last, as Keith Sweat would say, you know. But I'm going to tell you about three different ways that you can get started on your sustainability um, journey, right? And these three things are very simple to do. I will give you the caveat that a couple of these things may be harder. It's just the nature of our behavior, right? So we have that to think about. But outside of that, I try to pick the three that can just be done fairly, you know, quickly. That way you can get on top of it and be mindful about things in a very specific way, right? Like I I made that my mission in finding this information or just, you know, like uh, curating this information, I should say, because these are things I already knew. So let's get into it because I want to give you all of the, the good stuff, right? So number one, energy energy efficient homes help tremendously. That's one of the best ways you could be sustainable, right? So like an example would be your thermostat. If you have a regular thermostat in your home, more than likely it's going to go off of some, I don't know, I, they have things in the house that determine the thermometer, right? The thermometer determines how warm or cold it is in your house. Well, nine times out of 10, it's not accurate. So your thermostat is constantly turning on and turning off your heat or your air conditioning if you have centralized heat and air conditioning, right? If you were to get a smart thermometer, you could put different timers on there. You can set it up so that when you're away from your house, it'll automatically go into a mode so that it can like turn off certain things or like keep it at a certain level. So where you really don't have control over what that thermometer is reading, you have more control over like the time frame in which this thing is interacting with your home, right? And I think that it's a really brilliant way to create the first layer of sustainability in your lifestyle, right? And not everybody has access to have a thermostat in their home that's smart so that it can do all these things. But if you do, I say to go that route because it just allows for you to really set your home up for success when it comes to being sustainable. Now, a couple of different brands, of course, there's Google Nest because Google just, they, they want to come out with all the devices, right? So Google Nest is one. Another one that I looked up was Honeywell Home T5 Smart Thermometer or Thermostat. And it got a lot of good reviews and a lot of people really liked it. Um, so Honeywell Home T5 Smart uh, Thermostat. I'll put that information in the description on YouTube. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're not watching the video, go over to YouTube. I'll have all the links in, des- in the description. That way you can actually go and look at these things yourself. I don't want you to just take my word for it. Let this be the information that kind of nudges you in the direction that you need to go so that you can do the research for yourself. Because the other thing about sustainability is it has to fit your lifestyle and the way that you're living. Um, as long as you have something in there, man, like if you can just get a little bit, just a, just a, just a tiny bit of uh, sustainability going in your lifestyle, you can make a world of difference, right? So another thing when it comes to like energy efficient homes um, is your lighting, right? I made it a point that all of my lights, even for gaming, everything has energy efficiency. They're LED lights, they have timers on them, they have all these different ways that I can communicate with them so that they don't stay on. And on top of that, they don't require that much energy. So even when I'm blasted out like this with the pink and the clouds and all this stuff like that, it's just not taking up as much energy as a single light bulb that's not LED, right? So 
making that shift, if you haven't already, um, really makes a difference, right? It's going to last a lot longer. These bulbs literally last for like 10, 15 years. Like it's crazy. Uh, so look into that. Last but not least, you want to try to have energy efficient appliances in your home. Now, again, I know if you're renting, sometimes that's a little bit more difficult because you don't have control over what appliances come with your place. But all the other things that you do have control over, like your TV and just anything that needs electricity. Like I have a humidifier right now that's in my living room and it's huge because I got it. I literally need like humidity in the air because everything starts cracking, right? And I'm in a dry climate, but I made sure that it was energy efficient model. That way I don't, it doesn't really need that much energy for it to do its thing. It has a timer on there. It has all these different features to kind of help with the energy efficient side of my sustainable lifestyle. So boom, there you have it. The other thing you want to look for on your appliances, just so that you can make sure that you're in alignment with sustainability, there's a sticker that they're putting on like all the big appliances so that you can see how much energy is going to be used by the appliance so that you can actually buy things that make sense to your sustainable lifestyle, right? And a lot of these different um, appliances and forms of technology are pretty good about what their meters are reading at. So take those things into consideration. Now, like I said, you may not have control over all the different appliances, but if you just make a couple of shifts, it really will make a huge difference. I am a huge advocate of small change. If you make atomic habits, you will literally come out more successful in the long run. So make sure you're looking for those things, changing your mindset about the way that you shop for electronics. Um, and then also just as like a bonus thing, really look into reusable batteries, right? Because I know I use a lot of batteries for just stuff, whether it's for remotes or it's for just stuff. I have a bunch of DIYs, so batteries are always in the mix. But if you can find reusable batteries, do that because it's crazy how many batteries end up in landfills. It's crazy. So that's another thing you can look out for, right? So moving on to the second thing that I want to share with you about your new sustainable lifestyle, baby. I see you. I see you being more sustainable, caring about the earth. This looks real good on you, Al. The second thing I want to share with you, I want you to ditch the disposable things in your regiments, right? Yeah. Disposable things are the devil. I legit cannot with the plastic things. I just... I. Partially to tell you, I literally have found so many different ways to get rid of like disposable things like straws. I really hate straws. So I've gotten metal straws, glass straws, paper straws. Um, I have the one, the actual plastic straw that's made out of recycled plastic that you can keep reusing like the thicker ones. I have every kind of straw possible possible look i'm showing y'all the starbucks cup with the the straw i literally cannot with the the straws so i've found a way to have reusable straws right that's one thing the other thing is like your razors or like you know just some of the things that we use on a regular basis 
Uh, and as far as razors go, let me go ahead and tell y'all a few companies that I found that actually have like the metal razors and they're doing things to make sure that you don't have to throw them away. One of those companies is Leaf. Another one is Bamball. And the last one was Merkur. And again, I'm going to put all these in the description. So make sure that you check out the YouTube um, channel if you're just listening to the podcast. And if you're on my YouTube, hey, what's up? Make sure you go into the description box so that you can see the names of all these things that I keep name dropping on this podcast. Really quickly, because I didn't even make that disclaimer at the beginning of this video. None of the brands that I'm mentioning here have sponsored this episode. I'm not getting any money for telling you about all the different ways that you can be sustainable. This is my due diligence as a human being on the planet trying to help this mofo not burn to bits while we're on it, right? So there you have it. All right, so another thing that we use a lot that we don't really think about is trash bags, right? Um, And then I really thought about it the other day. Well, not the other day. I want to say it was probably a few months ago. I thought about it because I recycle a lot. Like I make sure that I clean out my different um, food container things that I get, you know, like glass bottles, cans, whatever. And I was putting it in just a regular plastic bag. And it just seems so counterintuitive. Like we're, ooh, <laughs> we're trying to recycle, but the plastic bag that it's in isn't recyclable. That seems a little counterintuitive. So I found that there are plant-based bags that you can get the only thing about them is they do not really like wet things in them so i would say if you get plant-based just be mindful what i normally do with my plant-based bags i use them for my recyclables and then i make sure that the things that are going into them are dry um that way it doesn't destroy the bag immediately um, or you can go the route of like a compo- uh, compost, uh, sorry, compostable bag. Now, the difference between the compostable and the plant-based, I think the compostable is a little bit more durable. It doesn't do well with heat um, from my research and just from seeing it with my own eyes. So if you do get the one that can be compostable, just be mindful of that. Maybe not outside. Um, and then also... If those don't really tickle your fancy because you're like, listen, we throw away a lot of wet things, like all the wet things go into the trash can. Or if you're one of those psychopaths that throw like a drink into the trash can, like I don't understand that. Throw it down the sink, weirdo. But if that's you, um, yeah, you might want to go with recycled (laughs) bags because they have that as well where it's like recycled plastic um, and they break down better as opposed to just flat out plastic i keep hitting my microphone and it's making me upset sorry so you have some choices when it comes to your garbage bags so keep that in mind last but not least your food storage the way that we store our food everybody 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 has some form or fashion of tupperware just switch it to glass y'all they have the glass with the bamboo on top they have the metal with the uh, glass top. the I mean, they have so many different combinations. Even the ones that have plastic on them, um, they're getting better about the quality of the plastic so that it's either made from recycled plastic or it's just a thicker material so it's going to last longer so you don't have to worry about, you know, your freaking Tupperware going, you know, bad, I guess. <laughs> Tupperware is weird because it'll stain and it'll do all this other stuff. It'll, like, melt in the freaking dishwasher. It's just a whole thing. So... 
Instead of doing that, look into the glass or the metal or the bento box, whatever, because it's going to save you in the long run, but also looks nice. And also it's better for your food. It just is. Science shows us that heating stuff in plastic is not good for you. So therefore don't use plastic. That's all I'm saying. All right. So, oh, the other thing I want to say about that really quickly, they have this beeswax wrap that you can use to wrap your food up in. And it's so dope. It's so dope. I love it. So it's basically paper. It's almost like parchment paper, but it's like beeswax. So it like molds and it's really cool. So look into that too, because I feel like that would be really good if you're like trying to store stuff in your refrigerator or like, you know, sandwiches for lunch or something like that. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So last but not least, here's the third way that we're going to switch over to a sustainable lifestyle. And that is to resell and donate your shit. Listen, it is so crazy how much our clothes have impacted the climate because there's so many stores that are focused on fast fashion, which essentially means in a nutshell, they're making a ton of products and people just buy them and throw them away, buy them and throw them away, buy them and throw them away because the quality of the, the freaking clothes that they're making is not that good. So it's not like, you know, you can hold on to a shirt for 10, 15 years like you used to be able to back in the day. Um, so if you are a shopping queen like myself and you love clothes, try to buy better quality clothes. That way you're not going through fast fashion. And then when you're ready to get rid of the clothes, really consider selling it. Either sell it, donate it, um, gift it to people who you know might like your style or something, but find ways to get your clothes back in circulation for as much as you can because let me tell you, clothes end up in the landfill probably the most. Like It's crazy. When I looked at it the other day, I was just like, yo, that's crazy. So I always try to donate clothes and then if I have like name brand stuff or like things that are like not that beat up like at all, I'm talking about like it looks brand new, I'll try to resell it just because, you know, they have these different applications like Poshmark and um, I'm trying to think like they have OfferUp and a couple other ones that are actually just for clothes or like, you know, soft goods. So, you know, look into those things. The other thing is like your home appliances and goods. You can sell those as well. Like I said, OfferUp is a really good website for that. I've literally gotten so many things on OfferUp, including half, if not majority of the things in my house that's furnishing my house now, I've bought off of OfferUp. I always try to go that route first before I buy things brand new because I just really want to emphasize how important it is to put things in circulation before they go into the trash and just basically end up in a landfill. So... Keep that in mind. Last but not least, please, 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 please make sure that you are spring cleaning often because that will make you more aware of how much you're actually spending on these things and how often you are replacing things in your home, which I would hope would put you in the frame of mind of like, yo, I have to, you know, either ease up on the shopping, uh, which, you know, if you don't, that's your prerogative, but maybe switch you know, the quality of things that you go for, that way you can hold on to it for longer and or be able to sell your your pro- your clothes or products or whatever and or donate your clothes and products or whatever because the more that we can keep things in circulation, 
longer it stays out of the landfill, the more beat up it gets, the better it is because once it's torn down, it it's easier to like, I don't know. It, it's not, it's not ever going to go into anything. That's the, that's the problem. Clothes and the appliances and stuff, they're never going to break down into soil. They're just never going to break down. So like the less that we contribute in that way, or, you know, the more ripped up and beat up that it is, I guess we'll find a way to like destroy it. I don't, I really don't know what they're going to do about the fashion uh, epidemic, but we can do our part in making sure that we're, you know, being as mindful as possible. So just be mindful. Name brand things typically are higher in value, but they're more expensive. And I understand it's, it's just not realistic to say, Hey, just get name brand things. That's not realistic. But if you can shop at the Goodwill, if you can shop at the Salvation Army, if you can, you know, look at some of the local charities that are doing things for um, some disadvantaged groups where you can actually donate your uh, your goods to, do that. There's Boys and Girls Clubs, there's YMCAs, YWCAs, different churches. There's all kinds of different ways to get your stuff into the hands of people who need your stuff specifically for whatever that reason is, right? So... Let's do our part, y'all. I swear to goodness, it was so important to me to do this episode because this is the shit that matters to me, right? And I know, I know that some of you are probably like, yo, I'm here for the technology. I'm here. I'm just here for the technology. I'm not really here to hear all this, right? Um, But I feel like you have to hear this because it's a message that has to be made very clear to everybody who is alive. If you're alive, you need this message. We have to take care of the place that we live. We have to try to leave it better than it has been. And we have to do our part because that is our responsibility, period. That's just what it is. And I hope that you are able to get something out of this episode, whether it's being more mindful, taking a step back, doing some type of audit on what you're already doing, you know, maybe upping the ante when it comes to your sustainability efforts, whatever it may be. I really hope that you were able to get something out of this episode and that, you know, I was able to give you something new that you may not have thought of before. And if not, that's okay too. I just need this content to exist on the internet so that it can be a resource for somebody who may not know where to start. So with that being said, I'll go ahead and And stop talking and yapping my mouth off about sustainability. It's something that I literally cannot stop talking about. I have converted all of my friends to live more sustainable. And it was not a coincidence. It was on purpose. (laughs) So if any of my friends are listening to this and you're like, God damn it. I think she got me. I think she got me. I did. I got you. It's all good though because it's for a good cause and I'm I'm really adamant about pushing this cause forward. I hope that you all have a fantastic time switching your life over to a more sustainable way of living and trust me, it is so fruitful because you'll look up and you'll have a bunch of cute shit in your house. That's number 1. It's the most gratifying thing ever when you can see like, yo, I have a whole bunch of dope shit in my house, right? And then two, and you start realizing like, yo, my, me and my folks got this shit down packed. We doing our part, you know? So 
I hope this helps somebody. I hope that, you know, you're able to go forth, be great, and pass the word on. Um, if you could do me a favor, if you could share this episode or any episode that you've liked of Donuts, Co- Coffee, and Tech, I would be so appreciative. If you are not already following on all the different social media platforms, please be sure to connect with me on all the social media platforms. My handle is at the Danielle J. Danielle spelled with two N's, J spelled J-A-Y. I already know what it is. I love y'all so, so much, and I'm so grateful for your time, really. You've been on here with me, listening to me talk about sustainability, and if you made it to this point, you are everything I need. Oh, Lord. Jodeci then snuck into the uh, <laughs> into the mix. But seriously, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who are here. And I'm just really excited to keep pumping out the content and pumping up the volume. So, <laughs> all right. So with that, I'll leave you to it. If you have any questions about, you know, where to start or, you know, if you want to, you know, mastermind some different ways to get you going, feel free to reach out. I'm here to help. Like that is literally what I'm here to do to help. And, um, yeah, I'm super proud of you. I'm super glad that you, you're doing your thing. Uh, let's go ahead and get this thing together for planet earth because she deserves it. And yeah, man, I will see y'all on the next episode. Let's go ahead and see what we're talking about on our next episode. Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready? Are you ready? Freddie? All right. So on the next episode of Donuts, Coffee, and Tech, you do not want to miss it because I'm going to continue the conversation about human design and technology. You don't want to miss it. We went over manifestors in the last episode. Excuse me. We went over manifestors in the last episode. We're going to go over generators in this new episode. So do not miss the episode that's coming up next. You don't want to miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Until next time, stay good. I hope that you stay safe. And I love you. Peace.